Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Stepping Up, um, Become Who You Are Meant to Be podcast. My name is Nikki Gingrich, and I am your host. And I'm excited to be here with episode number two. In episode one, I introduced myself and my story and talked to you a little bit about what this podcast would be about. Um, But to briefly recap, so I am a entrepreneur who left my nine to five job, which was much more than nine to five. It involved a lot of nights and weekends. And I did that because I was looking for more fulfillment in my life. I wanted my work to serve a purpose for me. And I was no longer fulfilled at the job I was at. And there were a lot of circumstances that led to me leaving, but I took a giant leap of faith and left without um, another job or, you know, a side hustle already going. I left with nothing and I just took a leap of faith. So here I am today, happy to say I I know I made the right decision and I got to spend the summer with my kids, which is what I was truly craving and what I truly manifested. And I will talk about manifestation later, but I truly manifested this summer home with my kids and that was all I wanted. And now that my kids are back in school, I can really go full force into my business and into making the my dream come to life. But before I do that, I want to talk to you about abundance. And I've been avoiding talking about this subject to, on the podcast. And I know it's only episode two, but I'm really ta- taking a leap and it really feels like this is the topic I need to be talk- talking about because it's one that is huge for me. And it's this idea of abundance and money. And so much of what we do focuses on what we have and how much money we have and how much we earn. But for me, taking a giant leap of faith and truly leaving my job without any sustainable income coming in was scary. And when I tell people what I've done, most of them say, oh my God, I could never do what you did. I didn't believe I could do what I did, but I did it because my intuition told me that this was the right move to make. And I knew I was going in the right direction. But abundance has been a huge issue for me these last few months. I don't have steady income coming in. I had a pay a full month pay. And literally, you get paid for what you work. So when I left, the only pay coming to me was my, you know, less than a week's worth of vacation that was coming in. And I had one client that was um, paying me for June and Uh, July and August. I mean, and now we're in September. So I'm talking to you about the topic of abundance because it is something that I've been working so much on to live in a space of abundance and to live in being grateful for what I have and being grateful for my situation as I continue to truthfully be very honest with you and say that I look at my bank account and I go, okay, nothing's coming in. Okay, how much longer till my husband gets paid? Okay, we can, we can, okay, another week. Okay, well, what can we do this week? And really strategically doing our budget to ensure that we're not spending more than we have, but also realizing that a lot of what I'm doing is investment. So it's kind of hard to talk about, but it's true. And I know, even though looking at a a bank account that continues to dwindle as the mortgage comes out and the electric bill is due in a couple of days and all of these things are happening. And I'm like, I have no income coming in. Like, what am I going to do? I'm still coming from a place of gratitude 
and it's hard. And I'm not here to tell you that it's easy to sit in this place because it is hard. It is hard for me to talk about this right now, but I know it's what I'm supposed to do. I can't wait until I'm over the hump and income's coming in and I've got clients and things are going really well. I know that I need to talk about this topic with you because I'm sitting in it right now. And it is, it's hard and it's a lot of work. And I've done a lot of work on it over the last year and especially within the last couple of months. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about living in abundance and living in gratitude and realizing that you have enough, that constantly chasing for more and wanting more is good and striving for those goals is good and healthy. And this is where the struggle comes in where I I do, I want more. I want to be able to travel. I want to take my kids to different countries. I want to give back. I want to give back to the community. I want to, you know, buy new, I sit in my bedroom. I, I want to buy new bedroom furniture because we've had the same bedroom furniture for the last nine years and it was used and we bought it from somebody who was selling it on Craigslist for $25. And I would love to upgrade all of that stuff. And I would love to do things with my kids and, and travel more and, and also give back. A lot of what I want to do with our money is give back and to donate. I worked in nonprofit and fundraising for years, for the last 11 to 12 years. And I've done that because I've always wanted to do work that serves a purpose. And I've always wanted to give back. And that's what I want to continue to do. So understanding that wanting is good, but also being happy with where I'm at. And it's a very tough, it's very polar opposite. It's pulling you in two different directions. It's pulling me in two different directions, but I'm continuing to push forward, knowing that doing all of this work is going to show up in the end. And how do I do that work? I do that work through a ton of gratitude. And I do that through journaling and writing. So I go back a lot and I look at my money story. I've done a lot of journaling and a lot of work on where do my ideas about money come from? What are the stories I'm telling myself about money? What were, you know, to think about it, what were you told in the past regarding money? How were you raised? What did your parents say about money? Did they have enough or did they give you everything you've ever wanted so you don't or do you not, never had enough? So you were always having that conversation of this costs too much money. We can't afford that. We're poor. So where is your story within that? And those stories come from your parents, your parents' parents. Everything gets passed on and it gets passed on to you. Then you create a story that you then pass on to your children. So a lot of this work that I'm doing is really so that I can create a healthy money story for myself, understanding where it came from. And also help my children understand the value of money. And it is, it is very hard. I am truly not here to tell you that this is easy. But with each generation, as we pass this on, we have the chance to change the story and to not continue the one that we were given, whether if it was a good one to continue teaching it, if it wasn't a good one and it's not serving us to change it and to start a new one. So for me, my money story very much comes from, you know, we had a lot growing up and my parents, we went on really big vacations and my parents always took care of us, but we were very much working class, middle-class family. And it was, you either want less or work more. And I think that was very big for the era that I grew up in. Uh, you know, the, the late eighties and the nineties of, if you want it more, you had to work more in order to get it. 
And I truly believe that that story is changing for our generation and for this generation coming up behind us that this concept of you can work as hard, but it doesn't mean you have to put in 40, 50, 60 hour weeks in order to do that. There are so many opportunities out there to make money, to make a living, to make a career without going into the office and working all of those hours and working yourself to death and working for 40, 50 years and then retiring or whatever it is, 30, 40 years and then retiring and then going, oh, I'm working towards retirement and that once I retire, then I can live the life I've always wanted. In our day and age today in 2018, we can live the life we want today and still make the money that we want to make. But it's all about learning to live in abundance. And if you don't learn to live in abundance with what you have today, right now, earning more money will never get you there. Because even if you earn more money, you'll never have enough. And this is the story. I read a book. It was actually called Never Enough. It was a very faith-based book. And I got it when um, I went to a conference for the network marketing company that I'm a part of. And I can't remember his name. I could probably just stand up and find the book. I'm sitting in my room. But It was called Never Enough. And it was truly that concept of if we don't appreciate what we have today, having more is not going to get us anywhere else. And I can tell you that, you know, coming from, you know, when I look back at what my husband and I were making when we didn't have kids and what we were making before I left my job, what we're making now, we've earned a lot more money than we were when we were, we, before we had kids, but we were still living in the same space. Five years later of, oh, we need a little bit more. We need a little bit more. If only I made $5,000 more a year. Gosh, what that would do for me. And then you make it, we made it, and then we would spend it. We would find something else to spend it on. So living in this space, while it's super hard, um, I was talking to my therapist about it the other day, and I said, you know, it stinks because, you know, we take our kids to the carnival and it's like, okay, guys, I mean, and this is, and again, I knowing that all is going to be okay on the other end, that this position we are in right now is temporary. But having to say to the kids, look, it's either you play the game or we get food. Which do you want to do? Because we took money out of the bank account. This is what we took and this is what we're spending. So to have to say no to our kids when they're begging us for a cotton candy or a pretzel or a popcorn. like No, guys, we told you you got your toy you know, essentially, we you know, paid $3 to play a shark game so that they could get a plastic sword. But they love the swords. But I had to have that conversation with them. And as they're crying, like, but we're hungry, we're hungry, we're hungry. And I just have to go, no, I'm sorry. Like, I told you guys it was playing the game and getting the toy or getting a snack. You chose the toy. And a part of me is like, God, I wish I could literally just say, just go get them the $5 thing of popcorn. But we literally had no cash on us. And then we would have to go and get the cash out of the ATM. And it was like a whole to do. And it was like, you know, and it hurt me. And it was very hard. And as much as it was a good lesson for them, and and that's what my therapist said, she was, it's such a good lesson for them to know that just because we want it doesn't mean we get it. And we're not the kind of parents that give our kids everything they want either. But it hurt me to be in the position of not being able to give it to them. Although it also made it easier not so much easier, but I had to say no, it was, I couldn't give in. I couldn't cave in to their need or their want. So I had to say no, it was 
of forcing, forcing the lesson upon them and also upon me of, we just have to say no right now. And that's okay because it's no right now. And just because you want something doesn't mean you always get that immediate gratification. And I think we fall into that immediate gratification, especially as a parent. And even, you know, just as an adult, just as a person of like, Ooh, I want this. I'm going to get it. I really want those pair of shoes. I'm going to go buy them now because I'll just put it on the target card and I'll pay it a month from now and it's fine. We don't live in a world where we spend cash as we have it. We spend it before we have it. Then we find ourselves in debt and we end up having to pay it back. And that's where, you know, I've lived a lot of my life of it's okay. We'll take care of it later. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And it's always, it truly is never having enough. So working through my own story of never having enough, always wanting more and really changing that story. So what I'm doing is I'm living as much as I can and constantly switching my thoughts to, I don't have enough. No, I'm grateful for what I have because I was able to do X, Y, and Z. I was able to go to the carnival and get my kids their their wrist bracelets so that they could go on any ride they wanted. I'm grateful that they had wristband night. So I didn't have to worry about saying no, because we couldn't buy enough tickets for them to go on all of the rides. So being grateful in that moment is changing perspective. It is keeping an eye on my money and knowing where it's going and not ignoring it not resisting looking at the bank account because what you resist persists. And if you have a negative money story, it's going to continue to be negative because whatever you put in, you're putting your effort into is what will come back to you. So honestly, opening up my bank account on my app every day and saying, thank you God for what I have. And thank you God I was able to pay that bill. And living in that moment, even when I'm like, oh, this does kind of suck a little, but also sitting in the, this is hard, but I'm still grateful. It is, it's a very much a yin and yang. It's a pull in opposite directions, but constantly working towards that other end of that gratefulness and learning that if I continue to be grateful, things will happen and everything will progress because I've seen it happen before. Just this spring, right before I put my notice in to leave work, Over in the winter, we had had water in the lower level of our house and we had called the insurance company out before to come look at it probably two or three years ago. And I was like, look, it's a new insurance company. I'm just going to call and see because the first situation when they came in, they didn't, they kind of wrote it off. They didn't do any more digging. And I was like, I don't know. I want someone else to come in and look at this and just give me, I want another opinion. One opinion wasn't enough for me. And it's, crazy that it's happening again. It didn't happen for years. And now it's happening again. Like what is going on? I want to solve this problem. So we call insurance and this is back in like February. They come in and he's not sure. So they bring someone out to come look at the roof to see if there's something from the roof dripping to it's like, oh, it's like a whole ordeal. And we ended up not hearing anything for a while. And I kept thinking, so this is February, this kind of all happens and it's snowing and the water, the ground is frozen, water's coming in and we don't know where it's coming in at. Is it coming in from the chimney, which I truly believe partially of, is it coming through the chimney? Is it coming through the water? We don't know. So we have the roofer, this person comes out to look at it, to look at the roof and just see. And all of a sudden, like weeks go by and we don't hear anything. And I kind of forget about it. 
because it kind of goes away. Everything kind of starts to warm up. Spring comes. We're like, okay. And every now and then I'm like, oh, I should call insurance about this. And then, you know, I'm in the middle of driving or I'm getting ready for work. So I don't have the time to call insurance to figure out if, you know, they have a solution for what happened, where this water's coming from. Out of nowhere, I can't remember if it was before I gave notice or right after or I knew I was leaving, like a lot was happening. But the insurance company called me. Now, this all started in February. It's now May. The insurance company calls me and says, the roof guy came out. He found a little something, but we're not 100% sure if that's what it was. But because he's not sure, we're going to give you the money um, to fix the floor. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, this doesn't usually happen. We're not sure. You know, this is a very rare instance. It doesn't usually happen this way, but this is what's going to happen. So I'm going to come out. I will literally, I will cut you a check when I come to see you. I'm going to do double measurements, give you all the paperwork you will sign. I will cut you a check right then and there and hand it to you. And I was like, what is happening right now? This came out of nowhere. And at the time I'm like, so I must have known I was leaving because I remember thinking, what are we going to do? We're going to need a little extra cash to carry us through. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Yeah. So I had to have known I was leaving because I remember being in that mindset. And then thinking, oh gosh, how much is this going to be? And at the time, I was still kind of, man- I, was, I have this manifestation of $5,000. I don't know where it's going to come from, but I have this manifestation of $5,000 coming to us as a family. And I was like, oh God, what if it's $5,000? Like, oh my God, I'm going to manifest $5,000. Well, it wasn't $5,000 and I'm okay with that because it was probably $500 shy of what I typically make in a month. And all I kept thinking was, oh my gosh, this is going to get me through a month of no pay. I'm not saying I'm going to sit and do no work, but it kind of alleviated a little bit of that stress. And then living in that abundant mindset of, I forgot about something. I wanted it. I was wondering what was going to happen. And I eventually let it go and it came to me. And this is the place I'm sitting now where, you know, Things are a bit of a struggle. I'm working on gratitude. I'm working on being grateful, but I'm also working on letting go of letting go of the how this money is going to come in and where it is going to come from, but trusting that it's going to come, whether it's going to come through clients or a program I'm going to put out or an event I'm going to put on or something else. It's just going to show up, but knowing that God will provide that the universe has my back And that all will be okay. And that if I continue to live in that scarcity mindset of we don't have enough, we're never going to be able to do it. This is awful. This sucks. How are we going to do this? Living in that mindset is going to get me nowhere and it's going to keep me in the exact same position I'm in. But I know that we're going to get past this and that this position we are in is temporary. And that's what I talk about when you live in abundance of being grateful for what you have today And knowing that more is coming, but being happy in the present and that gratitude. So looking at your money, taking care of your money, knowing what's in your bank account, paying your bills on time, treating money as a friend, as you would someone you love and care about, and it will come back to you in tenfold. And I wanted to do this podcast as hard as it was to sit down and do this. I feel so much lighter and so much better because I've had this conversation because I wanted to have the conversation before I really kind of came to that spot. I wanted to have the conversation while I was still in this 
spot of being torn and feeling icky, but feeling happy and knowing better is coming and really at the point where I myself am truly working on this being in abundance and living an abundant lifestyle. So I hope you got some value from what I'm sharing with you, some value from my story. And if you have any questions or any thoughts on this idea of abundance or manifestation or how we're doing it, or you know, even logistics, all of the logistics of how we're budgeting and making it all work, please reach out to me and let me know. Um, I want to be here for you and I want to support you. And this is why I share my story. So I am thankful for you listening, for being here on episode two of the podcast. And I hope that you'll continue to come with me as I go through this journey and I talk to you and have conversations with you, but also interview people who have been in a position and have come through and are inspiring and giving hope because that's where I want to be inspiring and giving hope so that you can step up and to become the person you are meant to be. So thank you so, so much.